welcome once again to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher. Thanks very much for checking in for this June 28th, 2013. This is our 613th episode. Got a lot of ground to cover. We're going to talk about some news, going to answer a podcast listener itinerary, and then we're going to tell you what you do if you're in Hawaii and then you have to change your vacation plans. As we get through the big show, this podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii and we're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com or you can just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. We're right here in Hawaii. That's going to make the difference when you're planning your Hawaii vacation. Trust me on that. It's good to know somebody in the destination you're going to. Not where you're coming from. Sure, there's lots of great people wherever you are that understand Hawaii, but people who live here understand it the best. It's just like where you live. Don't you know your neighborhood and your town better than anybody else does? Wouldn't it make sense to contact somebody in the town you're going to before you do that? Most of you are already doing that. You're researching it. You found our podcast, but now you've got a friend here. You've got people here that can not only give you the right advice, help you book the whole thing from end to end, and guess what? Get you the best price ever. Yeah, we do that. We can meet or beat anything out there. Enough said. Enough of the plugging, because I got so much to talk about. I was just, I just spent the last eight weeks working on a reality show, The Great Food Truck Race. It's on the Food Network and it's going to appear August 11th. You're not going to see me on the show, but trust me, I'm involved in this as much as anybody in it. Um, I did a lot of interesting things behind the scenes. I can't say a whole lot about it, but I can tell you that the Aloha Plate Truck was in the competition and we got all the way to the final. I can't say that, but I can't tell you who won. But uh, just let me tell you that it was an amazing experience. And the last two weeks, I was actually on the road with the truck. And it was absolutely, uh, you know, just uh, an amazing experience. I mean, I think that's why they call it the Great Food Truck Race, because it was really great. And I met so many people across the country. And I saw, really, the Aloha spirit firsthand in many different places across uh, across this country. And the thing that touched me the most is just how... What a close-knit Ohana family Hawaii really is, that no matter where you go, there are what we call polis, people who are from Hawaii. I don't care where it is. And not only that, they're very loyal. They come out and they support. And they came out and they support they supported this truck, this truck everywhere we went. And it was really, really heartwarming. I, I experienced a whole new level of Aloha Spirit. And I want to thank uh, Lanai Tabora, Adam Tabora, and Sean Philippe, who were the guys in the truck, for letting me be there, you know, and be such an integral part of uh, the experience with them. So that being said, let's get right on to the show. A lot of stuff happened while I was gone. I found out that they're going to build the highest lounge in Hawaii. And I'm trying to get a grip on where this is. And they're saying that the, in the spring of 2014, on the 19th floor of the Waikiki Business Center, which is on Seaside Avenue, right down there in Waikiki, they're going to build this huge lounge. It's going to be 9,000 square feet. It's going to have two full bars. And there's going to be 3,000 square feet of lanai out there. Now, I'm thinking that this is the same uh, top of the Waikiki uh, restaurant, but I just can't, I'm, I'm just not sure about that. It's it, because I don't think they're building a whole new business center, are they? Who knows? 
But in any case, it's going to be, it's billed as the, the highest lounge in Waikiki. So look forward to that. We need a really cool space there. And the views, if it's where I think it is, which is where the top of Waikiki is now, that is a revolving restaurant. And the views from there are absolutely incredible. It's one of my favorite views. The food is that. Eh. But I almost go there, you know, at least once or twice a year just for the view. And, and sometimes we do some groups there because they love it. And they're pretty, they, they do, they, they have some pretty good deals there. Another interesting thing that came out in the news was that Castle <laughs> Castle Resorts and Hotels <clears throat> excuse me gets the top honors from TripAdvisor. Now this just the fact that this is happening shows me that TripAdvisor is just so wrong, okay? Because I have to tell you, I, I, you know, I, on Oahu, for instance, the hotels that make up Castle Resort is the Waikiki Shores, which are the oldest, crappiest condos in Waikiki. Cheap, 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 cheap junk. The Hokeli Suites in Waikiki, which is also not, a, I mean, it would be the last place I would recommend anybody go. I don't know how TripAdvisor is giving Castle Resorts such high marks. I mean, another one is, you know who owns the, 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 uh, the Pacific Marina, which is at the airport, which is like a crack house. <laughs> I don't know. You know, this just proves to me that TripAdvisor is just so wrong for Hawaii. I've said this over and over. I don't trust TripAdvisor reviews for Hawaii. I've gotten into a lot of trouble for saying that. But, folks, um, people who just need to start waking up that there's other ways to research your Hawaii vacation by doing what everybody else is doing. There's something wrong with that. And I'm here to give you an alternative because we're here. And I'm telling you, if you pick a, a castle hotel, you might get a great price. But as far as like, you know, accommodations being clean and nice and a great value, I would stay as far away as I possibly could from any castle resort pretty much. I don't know. Uh, I haven't gone through all the islands. I know the ones on, uh, on Oahu for sure. And I know they've picked up a few. I'm sure there's a uh, you know one or two good ones in there somewhere. But to get high honors for every uh, everything, I mean, on Kauai they have the Kauai Kalani, which I'm not familiar with. The castle at Princeville, which is actually okay. The Poipu Shores is okay, but the Makawena and Poipu Resort, none of those are really great properties. The Kahalani, it's eh. These are not, I, what I would say, getting top awards, you know? I mean, a certificate of excellence from TripAdvisor. So go figure. Okay, now that I probably will never <laughs> get a room or a comp night from uh, Castle Resorts, let's move on to some other interesting stuff. Well, oh, the West of Maui, they got a brand new restaurant. I think that's a welcome addition. There's going to be two new dining options that are re going to replace the existing ones over there at the West in Maui. And one is the former Ono and uh, Ono Bar and Grill and the Tropica, Tropica Restaurant are going to be replaced by the Relish Burger Bistro and the Sugar House Island Kitchen. Um, don't know much about them yet. I think it's interesting that they're going to be bringing them out. I think they, you know, they, they have to keep keep it fresh, and I think that's what they're doing. They're they're bringing in uh, new vendors, uh, new uh, new owners for these restaurants, and it kind of mixes it up a little a little bit. You know, it's always always good to get a good burger place, right? 
So hopefully uh, that'll be great for them. Okay, now I wanted to get into this question and answer, that kind of question and answer thing. You know, one thing I love to do is if you're working on an itinerary, you need some advice, I always tell folks, please uh, send it in. Let me give you my opinion, my second opinion. Of course, I would love to get your business. I realize that sometimes you're, you're coming across this podcast and you've already booked everything or you just you just think you can always do it better. You have those magic fingers. You've got a thing called the internet, which makes you all powerful and smart. I understand all that. And maybe you're the kind of person that's very controlling. You don't want anybody messing with your whole, your vacation. And it really comes down to trust too, because you know for you to give me your trust to just plan your once in a lifetime vacation, that takes a lot. And I, and I appreciate that. But I can promise you, if you do do that, you know, all of our agents are just so well-trained in doing this. It's like second nature to us all. You know, so if I can earn your business, I, I would love to. I have to also apologize that there have been a couple of emails that have come through, unfortunately, in the last three to four weeks. I just... I, I could not get to them and I wanted to talk about them on the air and I looked for them today in my email box and they're gone. So if you're listening to this and you sent me an email, there was one guy that listened to our Lucky We Live Hawaii podcast. I really feel bad about that one because um, he wanted to get his opinion from the man himself, me, on, on this itinerary he had and I went to go look for it and it was gone. Ever do that? You know, you, you, you're on a trip or something, you get all this email and then you lose an email. Somehow I've lost that email. And then another one from a woman who sent me one while back, I promised to get back to her. And I was planning on doing that when I got back and gone. So please, if you want, I, I would love for you to please resend me those itineraries and I'll be happy to comment on them and give you my straight scoops on them. So this one comes from Ian. He's from Australia. We've got a lot of friends in Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. want to remind the folks in Australia that we actually do have a, tele, a, a toll-free number that you can call us on. It's 1-800-751-054. That's 1-800-751-054. you got to put that one. It's not like U.S., which you know that if you're in Australia. And what a bummer with the Australian dollar. It's like only a two-cent difference now. And that's kind of, I think that's going to hurt us a little bit here, uh, especially in Hawaii, because the Aussies got such a great deal, such a great value because of the, the money exchange. So we love our Aussie friends. And I know you guys are on budgets too. I promise you I can, I can really do you right. I've compared prices with the online prices you see there with the online prices I can get and my wholesale prices, and I always can beat them. I just it helped a bunch of people from Australia who were coming in. By the way, Sunset on the Beach for Hawaii Five O has been set. It's going to be September 26th. So be looking on my website and also my Facebook page, especially for more information about all the fun stuff we plan. We're going to be doing a, uh, a murder mystery tour, location tour. It's going to be very cool. So Ian uh, has, some, uh, has an itinerary. He says um, he's going to be going with him, his wife, and his nine-year-old daughter. They're going to be headed to wife for a total of 14 nights. And they're going to be breaking that up four days on the Big Island, 10 days in Waikiki. Uh, first thought is you're coming to Waikiki, but don't be staying in Waikiki. You probably already know that. Tons of things outside of Waikiki. You might, And I know that this is your fourth trip here or your fifth trip here. So I think you already know that. I don't have to tell you all the great things. So you're just staying in Waikiki. And you've chosen some very uh, budget uh, accommodations. He's also saying first that in Kailua, Kone, staying at the seaside, hotel i have to be honest with you that is a dump um it's dirty 
It's not a hotel I would ever tell anybody to stay in, but you know what? You're going to be so active. You're going to be so busy. Um, maybe, you know, it's just a place to hang your hat. So just know that's, that's my opinion, you know, uh, and I would like to hear if I'm wrong, but I've never had anybody really tell me anything great about the seaside hotel in Kailua Kona. I might be able, if you, if you still haven't booked that thing, I might be able to find something. It'll be more, but, um, you're on vacation. I, I just, I, I don't like that hotel. And keep in mind, you're going to be going uh, over to the uh, the Hilo side of the Big Island, apparently. And this long drive. I'll get into that in a moment. Um, and then he's staying at the Royal Grove, another what I would say a very marginal hotel. I'm very sorry to say I wouldn't. I would not choose either one of those properties. And that's just my honest opinion. Uh, now he's also uh, saying. Asking about inner inner island advice and and car and, and activity. Um, first of all, the flights. He he says that he notices that go compared to Hawaiian is traditionally cheaper. Yes, it is, but there's more chance of something going wrong with go Mokalele Airlines. So what I would say about that is probably it'll go okay, but don't do it if you have a connecting flight to go back to Australia. Don't use go because if you get stuck and you're your flight is delayed, you may miss your flight back to Australia. So maybe take go when you're going to do your inter-island hop there, but coming back, make sure you take Hawaiian just to be on the safe side. I've had this happen too many times, not to give you that straight-up advice. Uh, as far as car goes, um, he's asking, would it be better to book a fly-drive package coming more from Australia? We need to take all, all, the, all the insurances or arrange separately. It's always better to bundle. Um, I can get you a great deal. Um, it's always cheaper to to bundle them together. The insurance will be quite costly, though, um, anywhere from $25 to $60, depending on how much you're going to do. Now, keep in mind, if you're going to be renting that car in Kona, make sure you return it in Kona um, and not in Hilo. I don't know really how you're doing this trip because it's a little bit fuzzy to me. Um, as far as main focus, uh, the main reason that they're going to the Big Island is to visit the Volcanoes National Park. So I'm not sure why you're staying in Kona if you're going to see Hilo. You know what I mean? You might want to just scrap that and stay on the Hilo side because you're not staying in any kind of nice hotel in Kailua Kona. So I would stay maybe at, you know, on, on, on the, I'm sorry, on the Hilo side at like the Hilo Hawaiian, which is a pretty nice hotel. I think it's even nicer than the seaside and a very, very affordable. My question is why you are flying to Kailua Kona when you're going to be doing most of your stuff in Hilo. And he's, he wants to do, oh, I think he's saying he wants to spend two nights on east side. I, I would say that, yes. I would say either do two nights on east side or just stay on the, on the Hilo side. So I apologize for that. He is talking about he's starting to see that reality because they're two very distinct places. Um, a couple of spots. I know you can find so much online, so I'm going to just give you a few of my spots that I think you should, you should think about if you're going to be headed over to the big Island, maybe some restaurant suggestions and a few things that I would recommend. Uh, first of all, in Kailukona, there's the Big Island Ohana Cafe. It, it, don't be fooled by the looks of this place because it, it looks like a little shabby place, but it's really, really cool inside. They're known for their fried rice. It's kind of inexpensive, and it kind of hits the spot. Let's say if you are going to be doing this and you're going to be staying in Kailua Kona and you're going to be driving. Also, 
Akaka Falls, I know you've heard of Akaka Falls. I like it because it's great for the young one. It's a nice, easy hike. You're going to see a beautiful uh, waterfall. Of course, I'm skipping all the way around to the other side of the island. I'm kind of moving through this as fast as possible here. Um, also, another fun thing, and a lot of people don't talk a lot about this, and that's the uh, Panaeva Rainforest Zoo. And it's a really nice short stop that you can take and it's going to really impress you. It's totally free. It's a rainforest and it has some really cool animals. They've got spider monkeys there. They got this really neat axis deer there. They've got ant eaters and they've got a Bengal tiger there, which I, you know, I love Bengals and it's easy to cover in just a short period of time. So it's definitely something you want to do. Of course you want to do the Hamakua Coast. Of course you want to do the Black Sand Beaches. Of course you want to do these other things. I'm just giving you some stuff that you might not think about. Another great food place is is um, called the Hanaho Bakery. And it's the southernmost restaurant in the U.S. They just, you know, boast about that. And they have this coconut cream there. This coconut cream and macadamia nut pie that are absolutely, oh no, oh no. And there's also a restaurant in Hilo, Puka Puka Kitchen. I would highly recommend that. I'm just running out of time. Tons of places to do. Of course, the biggest attraction on the Big Island is the Hawaii's Volcano National Park. Lots of stuff online there. Also, definitely check out Historic Kailua Kona. Really beautiful. I know I'm jumping around here. There's also a great place. Um, if you want to you know, do a nice little, get, get a nice little drink and a nice sunset, check out the Veranda Lounge over at the Keahu Beach Resort. So just some ideas for you. In fact, um, just for putting up with me here, Ian, I'm going to send you my personal journeys to the Big Island, which has a lot of these ideas on it, so you can check it out. Of course, you can just give me a call, 1-800-843-8771. I'm at extension 22. You can reach out to me, bruce at hawaii-aloha.com. Now, our topic for today is changing your plans while you're actually on vacation. You would be surprised how much that happens to us. You know, you book your vacation to Hawaii, you have your your hotel, your daytime activities, the whole nine yards, but then you get here and you want to make some changes. Like you want to stay longer, for example, or you want to switch your flight, or you want to go to a different island. This is a very common thing for vacationers to, to experience. And they really don't know how to handle it when it's changed because, you know, people think they can come here and just make these changes and you, you can't, you can't. And that's another reason why you want to use a guy like me in Hawaii or an agent, one of our agents here, because we're going to anticipate these things. We're going to make sure that you have the right length of time. Like I'm worried about Ian here, that he has this plan here, but I, I know that he's been here five times before. So people who have been here before tend to do a little bit better job of that because they kind of know what to expect. They're not completely out of their comfort zone. First of all, let me just tell you that a change fee has just been, uh, uh, the, the change fee for changing your airline fee has just been upped. It, it used to be $100, it's now $200. And United Airlines initiated uh, a change fee craze earlier this year that kind of drew drove us all crazy and then delta and american they also increased their changing fees and they're upping the fee each anyway it's going to be anywhere from 100 to 200 dollars depending on the airline so if you're traveling with a family you can imagine just how quickly that's going to add up right 
you know, 150 here, you know, just and that, and that's just a change fee. But it's not just the change fee. It's not, oh, I got to make the change fee. There's a lot more into it. You're also going to have to, <clears throat> excuse me, pay the difference of the flight price as it stands on the day you decide to change it. So let's say you paid $450 for a round-trip flight from San Francisco to Oahu when you booked it three months ago in advance. Now you want to change it and extend your vacation, let's say, by four or five days or whatever. The price of a flight back to San Francisco is now going to be $1,000 when it was $450 when you originally booked it, which means that you're going to have to pay that difference. So that's a huge difference. And you, you multiply that by a family, it becomes cost prohibitive. We had a family just uh, recently who booked with us and I thought they had a great trip planned because they had they were here I think 14 or 17 days but they were having so much fun they wanted to stay and this was a trip of a lifetime I think they spent god I don't know if I should say how many thousands of dollars but it was more than $15,000 for their whole family but they wanted to extend it and when we did the calculation just to extend their days for four days, and plus we couldn't use the same hotel because the hotel was sold out, it was $4,000 a person just to extend it four more days. So it was just cost prohibitive. They never did it. Imagine that. It would have been $16,000 more for four days. This is the kind of situation you run into. But you might be wondering what the reason that the, the this happens is that's because of a thing called fair classes. And we don't mean first class versus coach. You know, fair classes are kind of the ways that the airlines break down the pricing. And airlines typically have about five classes per flight. And each class has about 20 seats available for purchase at any given time. And once each of those 20 seats are filled, then that's it. You're not going to find that class available and that price available. In fact, the next class price you're likely going to be able to find is going to be one that's more expensive than the class of fare that you originally saw. So that's why we constantly see prices changing and prices going up every single minute of every day. People are constantly chasing these prices, and, and we are too. And this is, again, I, I know I sound like a broken record and a self, you know, like I'm doing self-commercials here, but... We can help you get the cheapest price because we're tapped into all those classes. We know how many classes, how many seats are available at any given moment. So if you're waiting around watching this thing, like you think magically Tra Travelocity gives a crap about you and you're going to get the cheap price. And they're not. It's not going to happen. And this is why people get so frustrated. Now, every class has a different price attached to it. And depending on when the promotion comes out, depends on what the price is going to be. And it's all really time sensitive. And it also kind of correlates with the busier months that you find in Hawaii. And airlines typically announce promotion, especially during peak seasons like winter and summer, to kind of peak you know, the, the, the interest from travelers. So you'll see that typically at the beginning of the year. Like usually after the first couple of weeks of January, we start to see these promotions coming out. And you typically see low price promotions for flights um, after the new year, obviously, like I just said. And um, that's because basically that's when people start thinking about vacations. And so that's the way it works. So this, you know, these confusing fees and prices are really the reason why so many people are, end up spending an arm and a leg to change their plans after they've made them when they come to Hawaii. So... 
I don't think you should change your plans or even think about changing your plans. And it just it's just going to end up costing too much money and you're not going to find any better deals. So it really makes sense to make, you know, make the right plans ahead in advance. Now, travel agents use something called a GDS. This is a global distribution system. A lot of the online companies are tied into this GDS, but even as fast as they are and as quick as they're connected, there's nothing that replaces a travel agent sitting on a terminal using a GTS, a GDS rather because it's, it's, it's even more instantaneous than what you can find online. You know, there still has to be a process that, the, that it has to go through. Plus, the, the internet websites are processing so much information that there's no way that a guy, that a website can be faster than a travel agent sitting at a terminal. So that's another reason why it's really good to use us, especially when we're trying, you're ready to buy. That's the best, you know, that's the best customer we have. They're ready to buy now. And those are the people that always get the best deal. And there's, you know, and unfortunately, because of the trust factor, they don't know who we are. You don't know who you're dealing with. You got to go shopping. You got to go run and do all the shopping, 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 shopping until you, you know, until you just go blind and you say, okay, I'm calling these guys. That's what happens over and over with us. So that's really the reason why. Uh, that's why it's so difficult to change your plans during your Hawaii vacation. And hopefully that gives you insight on how you should plan your upcoming Hawaii vacation. So hopefully that helps you out. Well, it's the weekend. I'm going to get out and enjoy the beautiful Hawaiian A. I am so lucky. I am the happiest, luckiest guy you probably ever listened to because I live in this paradise. And we also are doing a new show. We've been doing a new show. It's a, we're on to our 12th show. It's called Lucky We Live Hawaii. And it's about living here and what it's like to live here. And we touch on you know stuff that you might be interested in as, as somebody that might be coming to Hawaii. But as, if you have a real affinity for Hawaii and you, you know, like you, you want to be here, you want to live here, you want to understand how it is to be here, then check out LuckyWeLive808.com. And I do a show with Wade Fishman. They call him the poor man. And uh, he does these great tours and stuff, so you can find more out about find out more about that. So definitely get over to LuckyWeLive808.com and check that out. Also, you can make a donation there if you like what you hear here and you feel guilty because you didn't use me. Go make a donation over there. We take any any numbers. Uh, there's a little donation button. Anyway, I really would love to help you. We would love to help you. Uh, get in touch with us. Very easy to reach us. I'm Bruce at Hawaii-Aloha.com. You can call me 1-800-843-8771 um, at extension 22 or any agent here can help you. Also, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Aloha Bruce. Download our app. In the, in the iTunes store, Hawaii-Aloha. Uh, what else? Follow our blog. Subscribe to our blog, Daily Information About Hawaii. There's nobody that produces more information about Hawaii than we do. Hands down. So you've, you've come across the right place. Enough bragging. That's going to wrap it up. I want to say for my beautiful wife, Yaling, for all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, we'll say aloha and mahalo.